So we'll try to, well, shall be as, we won't go very short class. <laughs> try to be here on time, but unfortunately the bus had a different idea. <laughs> Alright, everybody has a text, page 16. Okay, thank you for your patience for waiting. Uh, <coughs> so today we're supposed to be doing, uh, supposed to be cleaning up the temple and the space in preparation for Rinpoche's return. So we probably won't do, I won't keep you here for too long, so because you want to be busy <laughs> doing something else. Okay. So. Uh, We are now the so the general point now is to give you a list, okay, a list of things, so that when you go outside uh, of, the, of this space, so when someone asks you, do you know anything about Buddhism, and for, for you to say yes, you have to be able to give a list, okay. <laughs> if you don't give, if you're not able to recite at least one kind of list, then you cannot really say you know anything about Buddhism, okay. 
you can say, well, there's this nice little house over there, and they, they call themselves Buddhists, and they, they are these guys who wear this kind of clothing, so that's Buddhism. So that's not going to help. <laughs> okay. So, so the first list that we are dealing with is the the fundamental list, the fundamental list <laughs> for 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 all Buddhism. Okay, and uh, it, it it's the it's the teaching that every no matter who, what branch of Buddhism you follow, no matter what part of the world that you you you, you practice Buddhism, is the list that you have to be able, it's the list that everybody knows. And it's the uh, the four noble truths, and we talked about already. You're, you're able to at least you're able to list what's in the four noble truths, right? What makes up the four noble truths? It's the truth of suffering, suffering cause of suffering, origin, cessation, and the path. Okay, and each of these have uh, 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 further, further divided into four aspects each, right? And I think we finished uh, uh, the very last four aspects last time, four aspects of the path, right? Uh, well, I'm afraid <laughs> to ask. Do you remember, can you list the aspects? The first one's the path. The first one's the path. <laughs> 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 aspect of the path. First one is path. A second aspect of the path, of truth, truth of path. Do you remember? It doesn't have to be in any specific order. Anything that comes to your mind. Yeah. <laughs> path. <laughs> What's number two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and number three and number four. No, just. Yeah, we did talk about the eightfold number path, but it, the eightfold number path is not an aspect of the path, of the truth of the path. How about okay. the completion of the path? And entry the entry completion of the path. Yeah, no. like. Uh, the eight completion of the path. No, no, no. Oh, completion. Completion was was. Entry, into entry, result, entry, result, uh, emptiness of it. No, that's uh, something else. Attainment. Attainment. Somebody's looking at his notes. <laughs> you can do that. You can look at your notes. <laughs> Attainment. Remember anything else? See, I'm gonna. See, I'm he give. You have another one, so, you, so I guess you're kind of you're kind of out of it. Kind of, uh, yeah, uh, you, you, yeah. you give the first one. <laughs> Attainment. How about progress along the path? Progress along the path. Practices. Mm. Mm. I'm trying to trying to help you out to see if I can <laughs> <laughs> if we can somehow make that into one of the aspects. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Probably not. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, we remember what you said. <laughs> I have this notes from two years ago. Mm. Yeah. So it's remember these 
these are aspects of what makes something a path. Okay, and and, and what, what does it do for you? And because of what it does for you, you can say, oh, that's a path. That's an aspect of, of what, is, what is a path. Do you remember what, what makes some, what's the definition of a path? What makes something a path? Remember that. It's a, it's a realization in your mind. It's a mental state. Yeah, it's a mental state. It's a realization. It's a mental state. Okay. So that makes it a path. And, okay, uh, attainment, uh, something called, uh, it definitely delivers you. That's an aspect of the path. So something is a path because it definitely delivers you. Delivers you from what? Delivers you from the truth of suffering from the experience of the truth of suffering. Okay? It's a path because it's a definite, it's, it's a realization in the mind. It's a path because it actually achieves something. Okay? And also, progress is kind of, well, it, it, it's something that is uh, called, uh, uh, the term they use is, it's, it's appropriate or suitable. Okay? That is, what you are doing, it actually helps you get somewhere. Okay, that's, that's where the, we can accept the, the, the progress thing. But it's not, the word progress is not really what, what is used as the aspect. Okay. So, believe it or not, you get the four aspects. <laughs> Reviewed. Do you remember them? Can you, can you, can you state, can you, well, can you help me out? <laughs> We got path, <laughs> attainment, attainment. Suitable. suitable, suitable, definitely definite deliverance. Okay, so these are the four aspects of the path. Okay, now uh, if if you look, remember also if you look at the four four, four noble truth, uh, they are why are they called noble truth? Why are they called area truths? One reason you, you have. Is the one that's already. That they are realized by every art. Yeah. Uh, someone who knows truth directly realizes them. Okay. So there are truth for that person. Okay. So an Arya is somebody who sees the true nature of reality directly. Because okay. somebody who has direct perception of the true nature of reality sees these things and they say, oh, these are true. These are definite facts. Okay. They're not just speculations. Okay. That, that's one reason why they are uh, uh, truth, the area truth. Okay. Also, you can look at them in a sense of uh, they're describing to you, uh, this is your condition, this is how you got to that, that condition, this is, uh, an, uh, this is the exact opposite of your condition, and this is, how you, this is what leads to the exact opposite of your condition. Okay. And these, uh, and, and stating it in those, in, those, in those terms, we can see, you can sort of generalize it in a way where you can say, uh, okay, I am in, I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm, in a, I'm in traffic. That's your condition. Oh, there's a cause for that. And then there's a, a, there's a condition where, where you're not caught in traffic. And there's a means of, of getting to that, 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 that state where you're not caught in traffic. So, so, so stated in this way, you can say, oh, now the, the four area truths become like, uh, uh, what, what term we use? Uh, universal truth. Okay. They're universal truths. 
They're not truth because that's what, Buddha, that, that, that's what the Buddhists accept. They are truth for everybody. Okay? When you, when you put them in a very general term like that, the way I, the way I did with uh, using something like traffic, you can see how they apply there also. So because they apply there also, that, that's why we call them universal truth. Okay? Now when we get to the path, uh, so uh, specifically we're talking about, uh, when, when it talks about path, there, there is a general path and there is an uh, uh, exalted path or, 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 or you could call it worldly path or beyond the world path. Okay? And there's something about path that is true for whether it's mundane or there also there whether it is uh, a path that leads to what is beyond the world, what is beyond uh, the mundane, supra-mundane. Okay? So, so what, what is the characteristic of whether it is leads to a mundane result or to a result that is super mundane. So it has those four aspects still still follow. Okay, it doesn't matter if it's some uh, if you're trying to reach Buddhahood. It doesn't matter if you're trying to uh, get something in the world. There's, because these aspects are true for any of these of these. So those aspects are universal. Okay. Now at the 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 next. So now you have. You can list four things. You can list 16 things, the four aspects. You can list uh, four aspects of each of the four truths, so that makes 16. And then the, the 16 aspects are somewhat, uh, somewhat uh, uh, how do you say, a more advanced, okay? A more advanced kind of list, okay? The next thing that you're supposed to list when somebody asks you, are you a Buddhist? Okay, list, list something that's in Buddhism. And you can list the four noble truths. That means you're good. You know something. And you're able to explain them. That's good. That's even better. Now, the next thing that you should be able to, ex- to, uh, to explain, to list, are the, uh, the, uh, the eightfold path. Okay? But it's not just eightfold path. Eightfold noble path. Now, this time, the, the term noble is ascribed to them, to these paths. is not necessarily because that's what an Arya say is. Uh, 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 eight noble. What, that's what makes this an eight path. Okay, eight part of the path. It's because also because they are universal, and the way and the reason for now putting the word noble to them is because it's the if you uh, if you use them in a specific way, they lead to a noble result. Okay, and if 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 you so you can also say the eightfold mundane path. Okay, and it's still the same list of eight. They, they can be it can be mundane or it can be noble. Noble meaning that it leads to liberation. Okay, so and it still goes again to that universal thing. Uh, there's a condition. You're experiencing a condition. There's a reason for it. There's a, a you can experience the opposite of that condition, and here's the the path that leads to that. So in the same universal way. So. Where you are right now, what you're experiencing, you followed the eightfold path. That's how you got to, 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 what, to, what, to what you have. Okay? And what is it that you, what did you do that brought you to your, your present experience? Because of, and the, the, the very beginning of, the, of, of it, of the getting to the result, has to do with view. It is the view that you have that is like the, the, the seed, the, the starting point of getting any result. 
if your if your view is mundane, you're going to end up at the end of it with a mundane result. If your view is noble, then you're going to end up at the end with a noble result. So when you the result tells you exactly what was the view. Okay. So if you're having a, if you're experiencing something that is completely wacky, then you can say that you had a wacky view. Okay. So there's no way that you can hold a noble view and then you end up with a wacky result. Okay. That and and we would like that we would like for that to happen sometimes because you were here when uh, when when when. Uh, when you go to a teaching and they're giving, and they're giving, you're, they're trying to uh, uh, cultivate a, a particular view within you, and because you may not agree with that view, mm-hmm. and then in uh, in trying, uh, when, in resisting adapting the view, because there's something uncomfortable about the view, and so you resist to adapt the view. And yet, you try to you try to you make yourself think you are implementing the view when you're really not, and you end up with with, with a res- you find yourself with a result that you don't want. So you say, oh, this view it leads to this wacky result. Okay, there's nothing noble about it. Okay, but the view is actually noble. Okay, but it's just you you're not you didn't really adapt it. Okay, so the 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 universality of this eightfold noble path is that. If you adopt a view, really adopt a view, it will force everything else coming out of you. It will force all your actions. It will force you to have your, your, the, kind, the kind of results that you have. The, the, the thing is, you have to really adopt it. So you went to this teaching, and it was, they were talking about this particular view, and then you think you've got the view, and you're getting, up, you're getting these messed up results. Okay. Either... The view that you were, if you if you truly adopted the view, and these are the results, this wacky result is what you're getting. Then there's something wacky about the about the view. Okay, but the results that you are uh, 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 experiencing, the wacky results that you are experiencing, is specifically due to a wacky view. Okay, you have to really understand that. It may not, it, it may be your wacky view of the view. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Most of the time, that's what we end up with, especially with this thing, with this, uh, this uh, very, in Buddhism, with what, what's supposed to be the very fundament, the, the, the fundamental view that's supposed to get you out of samsara, we have such wacky views about it. You know, the true nature of reality, emptiness. Our views of it is so wacky, we keep getting wacky results. So it, it somehow makes us doubt whether or not this view is really so noble. Okay? So, because, of, because of, of your view that you have, that view will force your mind to develop a certain kind of culture, a certain kind of culture, a mental culture. And this mental culture will, 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 will be the, uh, what drives your intentions. So your view drives your intentions. And your intention will drive your actions. Okay. So, so it's like the, the view, although it is mental, it, it sort of, jet, it sort of uh, uh, produces actions. First, it produces actions in the mind, and the actions in the mind produce actions outside for people to see, for people to, other people to experience. Personal act, actions that are personal to you, 
and actions or that are that that that, that others can also uh, experience, and that's what your intention will will drive what kind of what kind of uh, speech you, you you have, and it will drive what kind of actions you you have. Okay, so if your the actions you do are wacky, if the speech is wacky, if your intentions are wacky, what does it mean? Your view is wacky. Your view your your view is whacked. <laughs> okay. Uh, there is there can never be a mixture in there. Okay. It's always it's always sorry to say it's always in black and white. Okay. If there's something wacky going on in there. From the very beginning, uh, the, the beginning of it is, wa- is, is wacky. Okay, and for, this is the first time I'm actually using the term wacky. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, that's 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 very good. So this is where I said. Uh, adapting the view. You can be considering it, but until you adapt it as your view, it will not, uh, you will not act out of it. Every once in a while you try to implement the view as your own view, as your own, you know, uh, incorporate it. And then you will act out of that. But because you lose the view, at times, that's when your mental afflictions come, comes in. If you have, if your view is completely correct, then uh, men, you cannot have mental afflictions. You cannot, you cannot act out of mental afflictions. Okay. And w- okay. Now, uh, using that example, so what drives the intentions of mental afflictions? It's one specific view. The view of wackiness. Wackiness. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise known as ignorance. Okay. See, see, ignorance is a view. It's not. It's not like it's not not having a view. It's having a view. And because that view is wacky, ignorance. That's why we have the mental afflictions, and the mental afflictions cause us to act. And then, and then we get into this culture or this uh, habit of of experiencing this this, this uh, kind of existence in this way, of a suffering way. Okay. So, the reason the mental afflictions keep having power over us is because we are holding their view. We don't want to, but that's what that's what we you can say from the depth of our heart. That's what we accept to be real. We really believe from the depth of our heart that uh, uh, the reality is 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 the way we for for the past you know countless eons. We believe that that's what that's what it is, and we act. Uh, then that's why we are acting out of that. We because this this uh, person is uh, who is making me angry. Because we have we, because of our view we have of that person, that's why we are able to have be able to have anger toward that person. And because we have anger toward that person, that anger will make us act. It will make us say something. It will make us do something. Okay, now. Now, these four levels, the view, intention, that drives speech, and then drives action. Now, these, because they get into a habit, now, you get into a habit sort of like uh, to perpetuate them. 
to keep them going. And that's what the, uh, the other paths are, are really there for. So because of, 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 of these things, then we get to, uh, well, the Eight Noble Path says right. It can say right view, right action, right intention, right. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm giving it more in just uh, in the general term without the word right in front of them. Okay. So you, so you could understand that it's not just oh, f- for the first time in your existence, you're having a view. It was because you don't have a view, that's why you're not, you're not liberated. Okay. It's, it's not, it's, you, have, you already have a view, and that's what's giving you what you have. Okay. And then the next one is, so because you act a certain way all the time, because you have intention to do certain things all the time, then your mind, the views, thinks a certain way a lot. Okay. And that's, Yeah. Mindfulness. mindfulness. Yeah. Okay. So that becomes your what you're what you're mindful of all the time. So you're mindful of those things that perpetuates your view. You're mindful of those things that will make you have the intentions to to to, to act upon y- your view. Okay. So that becomes uh, mindfulness. So what are you mindful of all the time? So your view will determine what you be, be, what you're mindful of all the time. Now, if your view is right, correct, then you will be mindful of what is correct and what is right. And what makes something right, what makes it correct, is that it eventually leads to liberation. Okay. Uh, and then, because of your mindfulness, because of what you're mindful of all the time, that will determine... Concentration? Well, not quite yet. Actually, yeah, livelihood. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's supposed to be. Yeah. Livelihood should be. Yeah. Six, right? Yeah. That should come before mindfulness. Okay. And I was sort of giving out. You, you do it all the time. <laughs> what you engage in, the kind of work you do, the kind of work you do in your mind, the kind of work you do physically. So that becomes your livelihood. And then, to sustain the livelihood, you, you the livelihood sort of. Uh, it's, it's, uh, you have this experience, you know, you take your work home with you, and it, 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 you can't help it. Okay? This is, what you, this is the activity that you, you, you're spending most of your time doing. Of course, your mind is going to be running around it all, all the time. And that's, uh, some of us take, all, take, take, home, take home our work mentally. Some of us take, ho- take home the work, you know, physically. Okay? So, for, for, the, for the most part, we take home the work in, in, uh, no matter what, either mentally or physically. And, and taking home, what, what, what I'm pointing to as being taking home the work mentally, that's, that's, that's mindfulness. Okay? What are you mindful of all the time? It's what you do all the time, what you engage in all the time. That's what you're mindful of mostly all the time. If these things are things connected with suffering, then you're mindful of those things that leads to suffering. You keep them, it's like you keep yourself in the company of, the, of those things that makes you suffer. That's mindfulness. So that's livelihood, mindfulness, and the last thing that you will focus on, that's concentration. Okay, what do you focus on? Believe it or not, you, are, you focus. Okay? We do it very unintentionally, most unfortunately. We do it uh, 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 impulsively. Like, because of the view, 
because of what the view is what we hold to be real, what we hold to be true. That's the view. Okay? And then when you, once you have that, it will necessarily make you focus on what perpetuates it. Okay? So if your view is uh, happiness comes from watching a watching movie. When you're watching a movie, you will be focused. Because you're, you're, you have, the, you have the, 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 the belief, you hold on to the belief that that's what leads to, to happiness. It, see, the view doesn't matter if it's... The view has nothing to do with what is, what is true or what is not true. It has to do with what you believe to be true. Okay? And then it doesn't matter if the object of what you believe is true, is, is, is something that actually exists or not, the view will, will, will make you act. It will, make, it, will, it will bring about all the other things th- that follows. Okay? So, so that's the general way to look at the, the, the Eightfold Path. Okay? Now, since the result you want is liberation, then you have to, work, yeah, then you have to, you have to think about what view, once you hold it, will necessarily lead to liberation. So, so all these things you can have them either for something mundane or for something that will leads that, that leads to liberation. So, what is the view that leads to liberation? That's the view you must seek. And once you have that view, then your intentions you will have inten- your intentions will be geared towards liberation. It will make you say things that leads to liberation. It will make you do things that leads to liberation. And it will make you have, it will make you live your life in such a way that your life leads, the way you live your life leads to liberation. And it will, it will perpetuate in your mind the kind of uh, 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 men, uh, mental uh, wandering or mental uh, uh, rumination. rumination that leads to liberation. And then you will find yourself focusing on the object that leads to liberation. So, fo- so, f- so just focusing itself doesn't lead to liberation. It has to be, it, it, it depends on what you're focusing on. Just having mindfulness is not going to lead you to liberation. You have to have a proper object to be mindful of. Okay? Because these are, these are things that we already possess. These are things that we already have. Okay? So when you go uh, to a class to learn, you know, it seems like uh, you're, you're learning how to be mindful. You're not learning how to be mindful. It's not like something that you don't have and, 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 you're, and you're trying to uh, incorporate within yourself. You're, you're, appropriate, you're appropriating this quality that you already have instead of it, instead of it being uh, um, something that is, happens by accident, something that is not under your control, you bring it under your control. And then instead of it, instead of it uh, being taken over by habits that you already established, that you're re-establishing it to, to habituate itself towards something that leads to liberation. And the same thing again with focus, with, with, uh, with, with focus or, or concentration. These are qualities that you already have. These are things that you already are, are doing. But it's just that when you go to class to learn them, you're not really getting, you're not really getting something that you, you have no familiarity with. You're gaining, you're appropriating this 
particular aspect, this particular function of the mind, and you're making it, uh, you're using it uh, consciously. Okay. So, the reason of samsara is also due to the eightfold, the eightfold path. We have samsara because of the eightfold path. And it is the same eightfold path that will lead to nirvana. Okay. So, the good news here is it seems that to reach liberation, we have to do something completely foreign to, to, to our being. Because nirvana seems to be foreign. Right? It's, not something that we, it's not something that we can say, oh, I, I was in nirvana last night. Okay? We can't say that. So it seems completely foreign. So it seem, would seem to be that we have to do something, we, we have to apply something, uh, we have to uh, 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 do something completely foreign to our being, to our nature, to get to it. Okay, so that that's not the case. It's holding such a view that makes us uh, hesitate to take on the path. It's holding such a view that makes us uh, drag our feet on the path. Okay, because we, we, we who wants something completely foreign to their nature? I mean. Every once in a while you might make yourself, uh, 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 depending on the view you have about nature, you might make yourself want to think, oh, I want to have something, I want to have a completely different nature. Okay. And then you might be able to hold on to that for some time. But eventually, no one wants to, no one wants to be completely, have a completely foreign nature. Okay. We want to keep our identity. We want to keep ourselves. <laughs> and when you hear that you have, to go, you have to lose this altogether, we get scared of that. And, yes, and you should be right to, to, be, to be afraid of that. And we think that when we finally say, I want to completely lose my identity, completely lose my sense of self, and we, and we, we convince ourselves that's the, the spiritual path, then we think that we are, we are, we are, we are finally brave. We are finally on the path. But this is not going to last. Eventually, reality will set in. Okay? You cannot get away from your fundamental nature. It's impossible. You cannot change your fundamental nature. I'm talking about fundamental nature. I'm not talking about the little things, you know, like you know, when you were a child, you no longer that, now you're an adult, you're something else. You know, this, this can, that, can, that can vary. But this thing that, this, this sense of identity that we have a wrong view about, <laughs> by the way, but the sense of identity, the sense of continuum, you cannot, you cannot fundamentally change it. You cannot go from being a continuum, whatever that is, okay, right, to be a non-continuum. Okay, because that is a fundamental nature of you to, be, to continue. The thing is how you continue. You want to continue in samsara or you want to continue in nirvana? You have no choice. You have, you have no choice. You have no other choice. There's no other experience to have. Either you suffer continually, without end, ever and ever, forever, <laughs> or you continue from some point in nirvana, whatever that, whatever that non-suffering state is, whatever perpetual bliss is, 
Because we, we have no, we can't really fathom what, what that really is. But if we just know it, we don't have to put up with a lot of stuff that we're putting up with. The state of not putting up, okay, forever and ever, as long as ever continues, okay. And that those are the two choices that we have, and there are no other choices. You cannot wish, oh, I wish I didn't have to participate in this. You can wish it if you want to, <laughs> but you're just going to drive yourself crazy, okay? So, and, uh, so, knowing that what you have to do with your being has nothing to do with something completely foreign to your fundamental nature, it, it, it helps you to adopt what will help you change faster. You don't have to struggle in your mind uh, constantly trying to adapt the path. How do you get yourself to adapt the path? Make yourself hold on to the view. How do you make yourself hold on to the view? You have to analyze it for, its, for, 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 for truth. Is it real? Is it dealing with something real? And as soon as you are able to uh, show your mind that it's dealing with something real, then you will adapt the view and everything else will follow. Okay? Then your intention will be correct, your speech will be correct, your actions will be correct, your livelihood will be correct. You don't have to be worried about, you know, should I, should I, you know, should I be a stockbroker? Is that, is that against the path? Or should I be a, should I be a, a, a doctor? Is that conducive to the path? No, it doesn't matter what you do. It, it will be right livelihood. Then I'm still having trouble uh, understanding Maple Noble Path leads to liberation. Mm -hmm. So why, this is what I'm having. Why is it number four and number three? Number three and why is it number two, number one? Because the cause of suffering is not suffering. So why are they listed that way? Again, if you're number four, the four noble, eight noble path mm -hmm. leads to liberation. Mm -hmm. Why isn't that number three? And number three is number four because well, number three, number three describes the object that you should aspire to. Okay. And number four lead, gives you okay. This is how you you get there. Okay. Okay. And that's also uh, uh, sometimes it is described as uh, the way the Buddha described the the, the way the, the Buddha taught the four noble truth. He taught from this is what you're experiencing, this is how you got there. So the result and then cause, result and then cause, mm -hmm. rather than cause and then result. Because usually that, that's how we think, we think yeah. cause and then result. But it was taught in, in the reverse, okay. result and then cause. Right? Thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. Because uh, you can say you're experiencing something that you cannot deny. So once I point to you that Points, when I, once I point to something that you and I cannot deny, then you can listen to me about something else that maybe we may have a, a little uh, disagreement with. You can, that, will, that will open you to listen to, to, to what may be the cause of that, which we, we are not, which we are not seeing directly. But if I point to something that we are both seeing directly, then I can engage you. But if I start talking about you know, something that I cannot point to, you cannot see, then you're not going to listen to whatever else I have to say about it. Okay. So what makes the eight, what makes the eightfold path noble? It begins with a view. Okay. And and what kind of view you must have for it to be noble? 
And that's what we're going to get into. Okay? Next time. It has a little something to do with... <laughs> a little something to do with... Uh, well, we're not going to get there yet, but the true nature of reality. Okay? The true nature of reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, one last thing about this. So we have a view about the true nature of reality already. Okay? So we have to adapt another view about the true nature of reality. So we have to have a right view concerning the true nature of reality. Right now we have a wrong view of the true nature of reality. So wrong view leads to wrong intention, wrong intention to wrong speech, wrong speech, wrong action, wrong action to wrong eye view, wrong eye view, all the way to wrong concentration. And all these we already have. <laughs> okay. All right. Any other questions? Can you repeat everything? <laughs> 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 I actually do. Um, I'm trying to grasp a little bit better the difference between our thoughts and bodhisattvas. Both mm-hmm. are trying to reach to nirvana, our heads, our hearts that for themselves to get out of suffering and liberate themselves from that. Bodhisattvas do it for all sentient beings. So would the Arhat be the Hinayana way and the Bodhisattva be the Mahayana way because it's all sentient beings? If you're looking at a ladder, would the Bodhisattva be a little bit higher in the mm-hmm. placement mm-hmm. behind yeah. the Arhat or mm-hmm. are they equal? Or yeah. Now those are, those are very specific Buddhist terms. They have very specific uh, uh, Definitions, uh, and then like, you know, since this is you no, know, this is a list, so you can go outside and say, okay, I'm a Buddhist, and they ask you, okay, what's that? Then you should be able to say, okay, this and that. Then you say, okay, then the person can say you're a Buddhist. And those terms also are terms that you have to be able to explain. If you cannot explain them properly, then you might you can't really call yourself a, a well, a, a real, a, a correct Buddhist. <laughs> so these are also fundamental terms that exists in Mahayana Buddhism and, and Hinayana Buddhism. Hinayana Buddhism and Mahayana Buddhism, are two, that, that's how you divide Buddhism. And, then it, and also those two can be divided into ge- ge- geographically. Mm-hmm. It seems to be that Mahayana Buddhism is more in the northern part of Asia. You know, take, take India as the, cent- as the center. And then Hinayana Buddhism is what is practiced in the southern part. It's just that geographically, that's how historically, that's how it ended up being. But those two terms have different meanings for those two different people. In Mahayana Buddhism, Mahayana is the best. Hinayana is the lower part. In Hinayana Buddhism, Mahayana is made up. Hinayana is the real Buddhism. Okay? And in mean, both of these camps, they have the terms of bodhisattva, they have the terms of ahat, they have the terms of arya. They all use those terms. So they have different, different specific definitions for them. Okay? In Mahayana Buddhism, also in Hinayana Buddhism, they, they, they have this somewhat similar, uh, I mean, it's like saying, uh, never mind, let's make it too long. <laughs> so you have, they, they, use, they have 
uh, underlying common understanding of those three terms. Okay? An aria is someone who has seen emptiness directly. An aria can be either Hinayana or it could also be Mahayana. An aria. Okay? So you can have Mahayana aria, you can have Hinayana aria. The aria is someone who has seen emptiness directly. And you have Arahat. Okay? Arahat is the, the, when the Arya is, the Arya is still a student, still a disciple, still practicing. Once the Arya finishes practicing, when he reaches the goal of, of, his, of his discipleship, that Arya is now called Arahat. Okay? And then there are Hinayana Arahats and Hinayana I mean, Mahayana Arhat. Okay? That's having reached the end of the goal. That's an Arhat. So it can be in either camp. The Bodhisattva is emphasized in the Mahayana, but is also understood to exist in the Hinayana. Okay? So the Bodhisattva is someone whose goal is to reach Buddhahood. Okay? So you can have a bodhisattva who saw emptiness directly, then the bodhisattva becomes a, ari, a bodhisattva arya. When the bodhisattva reaches the goal of, 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 of the path of a bodhisattva, that bodhisattva becomes a Buddha. And you can also call that, that, that bodhisattva a Buddha Ahat. So the term Ahat can be used either for, in the Mahayana or the Hinayana term. So that's more like a general understanding. Right. So the, uh, both the Hinayana and the Mahayana both understand that they are bodhisattvas. They both say the, the one who's about to become a Buddha is called a bodhisattva. They just have different ideas about what a Buddha's function is. That's what really makes them Hinayana and Mahayana. Right? right? <laughs> Okay, no more questions? Then we're going to take some rest and start cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So now we recite both the Tibetan and English. So in the light of that, <laughs> there's the Eightfold Mahayana Path, Eightfold Hinayana Path. Okay? <laughs> Page uh, 16 and then 17 after. Skip that. Let's go to the kit to the English. 
anointed with incense and flowers strewn, with its mouth narrow, adorned by four contours, the sun and moon. Visualize as a Buddha field, I offer it to the merit field. May all beings partake of the supremely pure Buddha field. And now the line is skipped. Idam Guru By this virtue, may all beings perfect the accumulations of merit and wisdom and achieve the two holy bodies that arise from merit and wisdom. <laughs> 